Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Trent Grisham. Trent, where do I start? I mean... What a freaking series you put together out there. I mean, you struggled back half of the season, but I'm there early every day. I've seen you come out. You're still working. What did it feel like or what clicked for you? When did it click for you in this series that really had you on point the whole entire series? Uh, I couldn't couldn't tell you when, man. It was just something about the playoffs and the atmosphere and – all the belief that uh, my teammates and everybody in this building had, had for me, um, and it paid dividends. I mean, Bo Mel comes to mind because all season long, even during the struggles, he was t- kept saying, our best lineup is when Trent Grisham is playing at his best. And so I got to keep putting him out there. What did that mean for you and your confidence? Well, the fact that he was saying that to you all and saying that to me at the same time, I mean, it just, it just, he knows how to manage. He breathes, he breathes it within you and, the same with all these guys in this locker room. Everybody believed in me from the beginning, man, when I was struggling, when I was down. And um, it's cool to just believe when they, when to see have somebody else believe in you and then uh, you believe in yourself. And um, when it all comes together, man, it's special. I think a play that probably won't get talked about because you guys ended up pushing that lead to 6 nothing was the play you made in right center. That ball lands, all of a sudden the momentum changes. Just talk about your terrific jump and just getting to that ball. Uh, well, it starts with the communication between me and Juan, man. I mean, we've built a good chemistry over these last two months that he's been here. Um, he get it's not when we get in those gaps and those balls that are between us, um, knowing that the center fielder has priority, and then it's me seeing out of the peripheral vision, knowing that he's giving me way, gives me that extra confidence, that extra gear to go get the ball. So um, I, I dedicate it all to the communication we have between all three outfitters. Well, I'll let you get back to celebrating, man. I, I can tell you, as a guy who's gotten to see you all season long, man, I, I couldn't be prouder for you and happier for you, man. Nice work, brother. Really appreciate it. Trent Grisham, unbelievable performance in that wild card series. There's no question about it. And I think unbelievable is not an overstated word. I don't think anybody could believe it. No. After the kind of regular season that Trent Grisham had. Uh, I feel like Tony and I are vindicated a little bit, though, Scraby. We talked about this after game two when we did our our wrap-up show on Saturday night. But we've been saying all year long, Trent Grisham's having a terrible season. But don't totally give up on him. You never know when somebody can come through for you. And Bob Melvin never did give up on Trent Grisham, and he stuck with him. Uh, he, he had to bench him in September. He, he wasn't good enough to play in September. 
but uh, he never gave up on him. He never let, he never lost him. And Trent Grisham kept working, worked his way back into where you know he got the start in Game One of the series, earned that start with a home run, and then uh, backed it up with another home run in Game Two, and then probably had his best overall game in the one game that he didn't hit a home run which was last night. He was on base all four times, had a key RBI single to make it 3 nothing, and had that great catch in right center field. The ball that really, it never looked like he was going to be able to get to. No, I mean, no. when that ball left the bat off the Mark Hanna. I thought it was uh, a home run. That was either a home run or second and third at the very least, and the Mets are right back in that ball game. But uh, Grisham makes an unbelievable play. So uh, he's the MVP the first-round series. I'd go Joe Musgrove would get my second-place vote. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. There was a lot of MVPs, and that's why I think the Padres are in great shape moving forward. Uh, as we said, not only is this team feeling good about itself, but every individual on this team has to feel like they contributed to that series victory over the Mets moving forward now to take on the Dodgers. Game one of the series will be right here on 97.3 The Fan tomorrow night. It gets underway shortly after 6.30. It'll be televised on FS1 uh scraby uh maybe you can help <laughs> oh, no. me a little bit i think i know where that is on my my own particular cable provider but fs1 is not exactly a household name for everybody out there no. to find this series but you know? i believe uh most cable providers offer it i i don't know if it's part of the basic yeah sports i don't think it package. is i don't think it's part but of if a basic you've watched package certain so. aztec football games before they've been on fs1 so you would have it there but yes uh, and they my carry channel's base- 93 yeah they carry baseball throughout the season on fs1 they do, so yeah. it's not it's not a brand new channel for baseball. I just think it's going to be a brand new channel for a lot of people. I think they did it last, yeah, be, last year, too. I think you're right, but I think a lot of people are going to you know, come aboard now. The Padre bandwagon is going to roll along at full force here, and people are going to jump aboard tomorrow night and want to watch the game somewhere. Uh, remember, FS1 is where you're going to go uh, for, the, uh, for the telecast. And, of course, you know we want you and uh, highly suggest that you uh, – you uh, sync up your television broadcast with that of Jesse Agler and Tony Oh, man, Quinn did Jr. I feel questions over the weekend about that. And I tried to help as many people as I could. I well, you're going to have to keep helping. I will keep helping. I That's will. That's right. you got to keep helping. We're going to have everybody listening to Jesse and Tony. We're going to listen to Tony right now. He's in L.A. at Dodger Stadium, and he joins us here on this off day ahead of Game 2, or Game 1, Series 2 of the playoffs. Tony, where are you about now? I am up in the uh, lovely confines of this press box that they have here at Dodger Stadium. And, um, you know, it's small in here, but after being in New York the last two games, this is actually feels kind of big. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know New York, uh, New York did not have good accommodations. I heard that there was oh, fans we, right in front of you. Oh, oh, we had quite the incident last night. We had quite the incident last night. And you know what, Scraby, I'm going to get off my phone and I'm going to get onto the, the headset here so we have a little bit better quality. Give me a second. Okay. All right. Uh, Dave Marcus is there. He's got all the equipment, so we'll get Tony on a headset here. I didn't realize that uh, they had a, he said they had an incident 
with the fans in New York. That can happen when you're broadcasting and there are fans sitting right in front of you. I've had it happen to me many times this, before. For so. radio nerds out there, this is the most amazing thing ever. We just went from Tony on the phone <laughs> to Tony on a brand new line that sounds amazing. Oh, and boy, yes, yeah, yes. you sound so terrific I'm on my now. regular headset that I would be on oh, if very good. I was doing the show from uh, from. from Tell me about Stadium. the incident. Uh, I've, I've had many of... Uh, Many a near scraps in my life, uh, especially broadcasting hockey, because they used to stick you right up in the crowd. And of course, hockey fans tend to get a little crazy. So, yeah, now, uh, now, I, I can I'll, understand I'll you, what might have happened here. What happened? Well, so I, I, I start the story by saying, um, at City Field, it's it's at at a good height, but it's kind of tucked in, and um, there are there is a. Um, a row of seats that sit in front of us. And it's fine when they're sitting down, but when they stand up, Uh-oh. they take away, for Jesse in particular, pieces of the plate. So as the pitch is coming in, ball is hit, he can't see at times when people stand up. So mind you, this is the third game here. Two games, and I watched for the first two games, security, beginning of the game, Everybody sits in their seats. They come over, and you can tell that they're warning them, hey, make sure you guys are aware of the, the broadcasters behind you because the Mets' uh, Spanish broadcast is right next to us as well. Uh, and so, you know, they understand that they're supposed to, you know, at least give us the courtesy to be able to see the play and whatnot. Um, but as you can imagine, in New York, after a few uh, adult beverages, <laughs> and some of this team. stuff, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it, I'll get to that in a second. Some of this kind of uh, fades away. And so in game one, you know, we're doing a game and, you know, people are standing. But, you know, it, it's it, and for, for Jesse in particular, when they stand, it's not necessarily that they stand. It's where they stand. If they're about three feet to the right, they're right in the line of the ball coming in. If they're three feet to the left, it's fine. So. There's not a reason to complain about it all the time, right? So, um, but obviously, when the game gets late in the game, that's the kind of time you definitely want to be be able to see what's going on. So, in game one, the Padres are kicking their tail, and uh, you know people aren't as interested in the game, so there starts to be standing and you know kind of you know just congregating <laughs> in that area, and you know the, there was almost a fight a couple times the first game. Uh-oh. Security was able to kind of break it up, so. They win game two, no issues there. Game three, you know, things are kind of getting away from them, to say the least. <laughs> there was one guy in particular, him and his, I, I assume it's his significant other. Um, you could, I, I was watching them the whole game, and I could see it building, right? I mean, they're getting agitated. More beers coming through, more agitation oh, coming great. through. <laughs> and so at some point, he stands up. And <laughs> He stands up, and it's in the it's it's right as some actions going on with the Padres. They're starting to score some more runs, and you know Jesse is like can't see. He's he's getting starting to get aired. So I stick my head out the window, I track down the security guard, and I ask I I tell the security guard, hey, could you have him sit down so that you know so we can see? Security guard goes over there, and is uh, asking him to sit down, and he's like irritated that the security guard is asking him to kind oh, of sit boy. down right and so he's looking at back come from that request came from me right that request came from me so jesse then makes eye contact with him and he's not even asking him to sit down he just asks him to move over a little bit and so as you can imagine i think the score is five nothing at Uh-oh. This point. <laughs> um, you can imagine 
This guy turned around, and instead of just saying, okay, yeah, I'll move over, he started like, oh, you want me to move over a little bit? Like, you can just see he's trying to be like, he's being, you know, a butthead. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of a better word, right? He's being a butthead. Oh, you want me to move over a little bit? <laughs> and so, you know, you know, some words are exchanged, and, uh, and eventually we get the double bird. Not only from him, but from his girlfriend, too, because now security is over there. And there's a risk that he could get kicked out, and he turns and he gives us the double bird, right? <laughs> she turns, and she's, like, you know, telling us to calm down and then proceeds to give us the double bird behind it. And so at this point, they sit down, and, you know, the Padres they add another run. <laughs> and these, this couple uh, gets they – get, they decide they're leaving. They didn't stay the last two innings. They get up. They give us another double bird. This time, I had time at that point. I was actually not paying attention to the game at all. I turned, and I just gave them the biggest smile and oh, wave yes. as they walked off. And uh, it felt good, I must say. <laughs> that is the great Especially way to after it. receiving the double bird that uh, we didn't really deserve, quite frankly. No, you're no, a professional broadcaster right. trying to professionally broadcast I, you know, the game. I get it. I've You're been upset. there before. I've been there Your before. Teams. My uh, my buddy, the late Ron Oaks, who broadcasts Gulls hockey games with me, got in several scraps with fans, asking them to sit down, and he actually threw punches. So he. Oh was, my goodness, Chris! <laughs> these are hockey broadcasters and hockey fans. So I wanted to return the double bird yeah, so bad. I bet. But I just, I just knew somebody had a camera phone and it was going to be right oh, on. Oh, me. they were trying yeah, to bait you. you. Good job. Yeah. I always am thinking about being baited now. That's like my. That's a shame. First of all, that my instincts can't just. Yeah. I can't just react. You're going to end up think, on TikTok somewhere. I don't want to be on TikTok. I don't want to be a <laughs> meme. I don't want to be any of that. So, I just would. I, I, I mean, I was. I, I probably have like a hole in the bottom of my lip. I was just biting my lip the whole time as this Good for you. guy was just uh he was he was so mad and that yeah. part of it that made it okay was that the Padres were winning oh of course I knew of the course. fate of the Mets were sealed and he was gonna have a <laughs> long winter to think about that 101 win law one win team uh heading home in a wild card series yeah that's no fun when you're trying to broadcast on you can't see that that yeah, doesn't no. it, it's hard I, enough to broadcast when you can see so when I came on I heard you talking um about syncing up the radio, yeah, and you know, I a think lot of people think, are doing that. I think we need to have a a, a conversation about about this. Oh, um, uh, oh, uh, 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 did I do you know, something wrong? No, 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 okay, no. This yeah, is. You. I think this is for our our, our our padre our padre fans. Okay. Um, you know, I hate to tell everybody this, but these games are going to be nationally televised the rest of the way. There's not. There's mud's not coming That's back. That's right. Don's not coming back. So, if you don't want to. Here, biased opinion, as as many of us San Diegans believe, right? Yes, they do. Just sync it up. Just sync it up. Yeah. Just sync it up. You know, because, you know, at this point, you're just complaining now just to complain. You know what's coming. <laughs> so, so why put yourself through it? Just go ahead and sync me and Jesse up. We got your back. We'll give you the, the, we'll give you the, the, the goods that you're looking for, and you can save yourself a few, you know, Twitter tweet, tweets out there. I, I thought I was in trouble because I tweeted about listening to you guys, and then I got – I'm not kidding. I've never gotten more DMs in my life asking for instructions on how to sync it up. So I would just <laughs> copy and paste going down yeah, the list. Yeah, sync it up. So I, that's listen, what I did. But the people to be fair, were I don't know how difficult. To be fair, I don't know how difficult it is. I've never had to It's a to little actually, difficult. I've never had to actually do this, so I don't want to sit here and sound like it's the easiest thing on earth. But 
I got my mentions are just always being blown <laughs> up with complete. I at one point I had to respond to our our good buddy Ben Higgins. He was complaining about uh, who was it? Alex Cora being shown too much on the television. Yes. And at, at the at, at that time we were winning like seven to one. I'm like, that is what we are concerning ourselves with. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Tony. After the game on Saturday night, Scraby and I had a special post game show, and uh, you would have sworn that nobody even watched the game. All anybody complained about was the broadcasters and how the ESPN crew was so pro-Mets that it was ridiculous. And obviously the umpires were definitely slanted in the Mets' favor as well, according to everybody who listened on, on uh, you know, who watched you know, the game Saturday night. And, you know, it's funny. We've taken a handful of phone calls today. I haven't heard one person complain about the umpiring last night or about the broadcasters. So, you know, when the Padres win, all is fine. But when they lost, people found all kinds of crazy things to blame it on. You, you so. know what's funny is that those guys are so aware of it. I, I had a good conversation with them down on the field yesterday, and and I'm talking about uh, Eddie Perez and uh, and Buster only. I talked talk yes. to both of them. Buster has uh, – he has a um, – somebody sent him basically tweets of – each city saying that their broadcast was biased toward, towards oh, their team. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no matter where they broadcast, they're that always biased that to the is other interesting. Team. They said they were getting killed by the Mets fans yesterday, or during the series. They said yeah. they were getting killed by our fans. It's I just find it to be. Oh, it's my funny. favorite phone call on Saturday night was from somebody who said that obviously the broadcasters only cared about the Mets because – Starling Marte threw one over the third baseman's head, and Eduardo Perez said, well, I talked to Starling Marte before the game, and he said he wasn't sure how his broken finger was going to feel on long throws, and so obviously it's going to be an issue for him. And the caller said, well, that's ridiculous. How come he only talked to Starling Marte? And I said, nowhere in his comment did he say he didn't talk to Juan Soto. You're just assuming that – and he goes, well, if he would have talked to Juan Soto, he would have been popping off about He would have name-dropped him. He would have name-dropped him. <laughs> and i I, I got to so say, like, man, Robert, you are a great listener, but yes, this was Robert. No, these are, I'm not trying to call anybody out. He Robert no. was talking like everybody was talking. Everything was on the announcers and why the Padres lost and the broadcasters only cared about the Mets and – uh, it, it's crazy, but I, mean, I think that's what makes people. I think makes people feel better to complain about the broadcast when you lose games. But well, listen, I, I, but I gave you a solution though. Yeah, that's me right. Me and Jesse got you. Me and Jesse have you guys. So if you don't want to even put yourself through it, and that's the funny thing is a lot of people will it'll the tweet will start out like, I lasted such and such innings, and then I went <laughs> yeah. to to Jesse and Tony. Don't even waste your time on the such-and-such such innings. Just get us from the start. Go in the top you. of the first inning. <laughs> right. You'll be satisfied, I promise. Very good. Very good. There's Tony Gwynn Jr. He's in L.A. Chris Ello here in San Diego. Gwynn and Chris rolling towards game one of the National League Wild Card Division Series. Now the Wild Card Series is in the rearview mirror. Division Series tomorrow night. We'll be right here on 97.3 The Fan. It starts a little after 6.30. we got more Gwynn and Chris ahead. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. is in L.A., just joined us from the uh, the press box there at Dodger Stadium. He's uh, downstairs. He's getting a lot of stuff ready for the broadcast tomorrow night. Hopefully he'll be back with us before the end of the show today. We are going towards 4.30 and then uh, Monday Night Football. Haven't talked any football yet today, and we probably won't. Uh, we'll table most of the NFL stuff until tomorrow, but it will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football tonight. This hour brought to you by... Uh, small or uh, on deck small business loans. So when you own a small business, sometimes you need funds quickly. So go to ondeck.com. They're America's largest online small business lender. On deck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply for your loan today at ondeck.com. Uh, a lot of phone calls trying to get to everybody today. People waiting in the wake of a six nothing Padre victory last night. Over the New York Mets, a victory that advances the Padres into the National League Divisional Playoff, which starts tomorrow night against the Los Angeles Dodgers. You'll hear all of the games right here on 97.3 The Fan. You'll hear Bob from 4S Ranch right now, however. Hi, Bob. Hey, guys. How you doing? Very good. good. Thank you. What's going on? Thanks for holding on. Oh, no worries. Hey, a couple things. Um, Yeah, you're right. That dude is an absolute moron. Um, so yeah, oh, don't who's waste this your, Brian Kinney? Time on. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. It's not even it's, it's not even worth repeating his name. He's yes, I know. We're giving so. him another mention, and that's probably what he wants. <laughs> Got to give you that one. Hey, so um, I, it, it I didn't get upset with Showalter. I was just laughing. I mean, my response was, "You've got to be freaking kidding me." He, you know, but it was kind of fun to watch an old man soil himself on national TV. <laughs> um, at the same time, wait a second, let me think of that time, for a second yeah, because let, let, you know that, what? Yeah, let me don't don't move on from that because you know what? The look on Buck Showalter's face every time he walks out of the dugout kind of makes me feel <laughs> like that's what he's doing. So I, I'm oh, kind of happy you mentioned yeah. that, Bob. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, watching him pick up the bat was pretty funny and then uh, and then that. But um, the three things, I, I think, you know, forget what, what he did. Um, it's what got him out there. And you mentioned the one pitch that was over 3,000 RPMs. That was that, I don't even know how to describe it, there's not enough filthy, dirty, whatever word you can use to describe that curveball that he threw McNeil. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, and that's that, that made my night. Guy to strike out, by the way, McNeil only struck out about ten times all year. So, yeah, he that, threw he some unbelievable out in pitches. At bats, they said. 
Wow. Yeah, so there was that, and then there was our, our man, th- this, is, this is absolutely the team of Mr. Effing Manny Machado. And watching him give the Blue Crew everything he could from third base while they're making fools of themselves checking out Joe, and then his line of the day in the uh, with ESPN, you know, grabbing a champagne and going, "Hey, Joe, I got your sticky stuff right here." It was just, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. And then I can't, you know, I'll leave it with Grisham. Grisham's catch, you know, they they showed that stat that he had a twenty five percent chance of catching it. He ran ninety five feet. It was it was awesome. And I got to give you guys props for. For the fact that you know, I think I heard you more than once go. He's going to be in this lineup. He should be because even if he doesn't provide any runs, he saves runs. And I got to believe that that changed the game last night. That that was that was, it might as well have been a no hitter that he saved because that's that I think that's how much juice it gave Joe to go back out there and um, and it was just so much fun to watch. So. Thanks for taking my call. It was it Thanks, was awesome. Bob. I want to do this again in a couple of days. Yeah, Bob, that was one of too. the uh, best calls we've had in a while. Very yeah, good. Very, very well nice. thought out. Some Thank fun you. points. And funny because Buck Showalter, all right, I'm not going to say that Please he looks don't. So, All right, I, I won't say I, it. Okay, okay. But just the look on his face every time he has to go out to the mound kind of cracks me up. And It is funny. I, I will say this, though. I, I lost some respect for Buck Showalter on that move last night. I, I, I totally – I. I get why he did it, but he still should have talked himself out of it. It, it. it wasn't the right move. And I would honestly like to see baseball put a rule in, much like challenges in football. If you're going to challenge the legality of a pitcher and you're wrong, then either you yourself are ejected from the game or you lose challenges at the very least. And Buck Showalter, to me, the Mets should have lost a, a, a couple of challenges uh, for for challenging the legality of Joe Musgrove because nothing was found to be wrong. There should be some, you know, there should be some circumstance to your challenge. You, you shouldn't yeah. just be able to do it willy-nilly. You can't just be allowed to accuse someone to of me, cheating. Yeah, to me, managers are going to start doing this all the time now. It, yeah, honestly, they're going to look at that and say, hey, you know what, maybe I'm going to use that maybe as a way lucky. of in the normal course of a regular season game. You may see it throughout the rest of the playoffs. People who think it's a good idea – uh, there should be some, uh, you know, some circumstance to your, or not a circumstance, but you know, if you're wrong, there should be some evidence for why you're doing. You should that. have to pay the price for being wrong. I, I, uh, I don't have a problem with Buck Showalter standing up for his team, but I draw the line at when you accuse a guy of cheating during one of the best performances, if not the best performance of his life. Yeah, on, on the biggest stage, and so now, like you said earlier, that some people for the forever are going to bring it up. Oh, remember that time that Joe Musgrove had to get checked? Yeah. Oh, but, he might have been using something. Yeah. Now you got other idiots out there saying that there was reason to check because he might have. You know, come on, that's irresponsible. It that, is. That's it, just truly it, it, irresponsible. We, we didn't get to talk about like this either. But how awkward is it to be the umpire who has to rub down a guy's ears? Alfonso Marquez, you give me the willies having to watch you do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope I never have to see another grown man so do that gross. to another grown person ever again. It's so gross. Uh, let me go to Spencer on uh, Gwen and Chris. He's been waiting a while before the break. Hi, Spencer. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, no problem. Uh, love you guys' show. And um, cloud nine right now, so I'm not even going to ask how you all doing. But <laughs> obviously, as a Potter fan, we're all doing good, right? Yes, <laughs> we are. Yes, we are. 
So uh, you kind of stole my thunder while I was waiting because I was uh, going to give Grisham all kinds of props because what an amazing series. And I was one of the biggest haters uh, at the end of the year. Sure. With the uh, buck 84. Hi, hi, hi. But when <laughs> when he needed to step up, he stepped up. So that's uh, that's awesome. And then wanted to touch on Nola just setting the stage on a huge knock after a great at-bat. Like, wasn't that it's a great bad? at bat. I mean, I'm glad you brought it up, Spencer. That's a very uh, astute thing to bring up because he nearly struck out with two strikes. I mean, he he must have gotten a sliver oh, of yeah. bat on that slider. on that one slider to stay alive. What in that bat? Like, yeah, and then amazing. stayed alive with two or three more foul balls before he got the base hit. So that was big time right there. And uh, you know, it, it, look when your number nine hitters contributing two run singles, the bottom of the order was incredible in the series. Kim Grisham and Nola, all three of them had uh, exceptional series, and that is always going to be a big deal when you can win. You know, any kind of baseball series like this to get uh, people that you don't expect to contribute to contribute not only a little but a lot. And then, and then the top lineup at the end, like and then Manny being Manny, like what, what a what a stud. It was a studly performance, not only by Manny, Thank you, but the whole team. Spencer, for the phone call. Spencer, very uh, good phone one, call. One, one, last thing, one, yeah. one last thing I have to say, the family thread, I love baseball season. The family thread must have been like 100 messages during that game. <laughs> so, very good. Oh, oh I see, I see, yes. Padres yeah. And Padres take down another 100-plus win team. Let's do it. Let's all do right. it. We, got to, we might have to take down three more before it's all said and done. I mean, the gauntlet that is still ahead of the Padres is pretty daunting. It could be Dodgers. It could be Braves, who also won 100 games. could be Astros, who won 100 games. You never know. The Padres might have to do something totally unprecedented in the history of baseball. But before they can get to all of that, it's got to be the Dodgers first. You you know what we actually do need? We need a a book to be published about all of the different text messages that went between Padres fans last night during that game, and especially during the Buck Showalter thing. I'm sure there were some very funny text messages. People had a lot of fun. I I got a tweet or two out on Buck Showalter today, and – gotten very good response from it so uh i'm not surprised are the mets co- well the mets have to come here next year right yes i think somebody did tweet that out already the date of when oh. the mets come here next week i think oh, it's in man. july he's gonna get year. booed like nobody's business yeah if he's still managing the team i bet you he ha, will be buck <laughs> as i said today buck you s- i'm not gonna okay say I didn't say it. I know you didn't. It rhymes. <laughs> uh, quick break. More phone calls after this on Gwen and Chris. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
Jerickson, once again, man, they put you in that leadoff spot. You set the tone really from game one. Just talk about your mindset coming into this series. Um, just, you know, try to do the best I can, you know, to, like you said, set the tone for the for the lineup, you know, and and tonight, you know, it, the pitcher was a little lucky on that on that line drive, but it really set the tone, you know, like we can kill this guy. Well, I mean, in game one, you had the big three-run shot. You've been really on the base paths throughout this course of this really series. How, how important is it for you to be on the base paths as much as you were, or at least having those annoying at-bats that pitchers got to extend themselves and make so many pitches on? Um, it, it means a lot to me, but you know what? what's important too, like Trent Grisham and Austin Nola, eight and nine, bro, they doing a great job, and you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I love their at-bats, and I'm just trying to keep it going. Well, it looks like you haven't quite joined the party yet, so I'm going to let you go. Get in there, get some champagne dumped on you. Great job, man. Jerickson Profar, uh, one of the uh, many Padres who performed so well in that wild card series, and our uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. down in the uh, Celebration Clubhouse last night in New York before the Padres flew back to L.A. They arrived in uh, Los Angeles at about 5 o'clock this morning. Padres going through uh, the paces at uh, Dodger Stadium today on the day off. Getting ready for game one of the NL Division Series. We know Mike Clevenger will start for the Padres. We now know that Julio Rias will start for the Dodgers. Dave Roberts made the announcement just moments ago up at Dodger Stadium. Clayton Kershaw will pitch in game two. So Padres are going to get a pair of left-handers to open up this series and uh, two of the best in all of baseball in Rias and uh, Kershaw pitching games one and two Padres have not announced their game two starter although I would be beyond shocked if it's not you Darvish obviously be on four days rest it's his term in the rotation so I'm not exactly sure why the Padres are waiting to make that official but uh, it has not been made 100% official yet by the Padres we know that Clevenger starting game one got to believe it'll be Darvish and Kershaw in game two and it's going to be uh, it's going to be another whale of a series so uh, we're going to get back to more phone calls here 833-288-0973 show is a little different today as we uh, celebrate the uh, Padres advancing in the postseason uh, for the first time since uh, obviously 2020 when they beat the Cardinals but this time the Padres will be able to play a home game in front of their own fans on Friday still waiting on an official start time for game three on Friday as well that has not come down yet for Major League Baseball but suffice to say it's going to be like a holiday around here on Friday it will and before I forget can I play something from the national well it's not national media but it was from Mets broadcast after the game last night from Gary, from Gary Cohen <clears throat> yes it was really excellent it was and, and I just want to say this because I got a, a push notification from ESPN and it was Michael Wilbon calls Buck Showalter gutless in the whole thing. I gotta say, national media has really been on the Padres' side in this whole thing, and here's just a little bit of what I was talking about. Gary Cohen on SNY last This night. is New York, by the way, it's the New York Mets' only own broadcaster yes, who yes. said this after the game last night. Well, let me phrase this the right way. Okay, Buck Showalter is completely within his rights to ask the umpires to check a pitcher for foreign substances. It's up to the umpires then to decide whether it's an appropriate thing to do. I thought that considering the circumstances, 4 nothing, sixth inning, season on the line, it smacked of desperation. And it was fairly embarrassing, I thought, for Buck to do that in that spot. It was not necessary. And as it turned out, Musgrove was not cheating. I think if you... 
if you're going to pull a stunt like that, you better be right. And Buck wasn't right. Yeah, even getting booed a little bit by some of the fans that were in attendance, (laughs) but... Yeah, I got to respect Gary Cohen for saying what he said last night. I agree with him 100%, and uh, it takes a lot of guts for a New York Mets broadcaster to say that about his own manager, but that's the way he felt, and you're right. Michael Wilbon came on today and said that uh, Showalter was what, gutless? Gutless. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of support for the Padres on this, and there should be support for Joe Musgrove. As Bob Bob Melvin said it better than anybody last night, this guy has uh, the integrity – uh, you know, some of the great integrity of any athlete out there, Joe Musgrove, and for somebody to call into question his character, you know, that wasn't right. And, yeah. and that's my bottom line on this whole thing. Whether you think he could have done it, should have done it, whether you don't like it, you do like it. I don't think it was right to call into question a guy's character. No. And not in the middle of one of the greatest games he ever pitched. And, uh, you know, I think Buck Showalter should, should be a little bit embarrassed by what he did last night. What did our last caller, Bob, say that Buck Showalter did? Uh, we can't repeat it. Oh, so. come on! No, we're just going to go. It was hilarious. Fine, repeat it then. No, we're not going to No, go for it. it. No, it was hilarious. He, so- he soiled himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to save that and use it forever. I'm never going to say it again either, but it was pretty funny. Let's go to Liz out there as we uh, rejoin the phone calls. Hi, Liz. Welcome to the uh, to the gathering today. How are you? Hi guys, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Fun. Thanks Very, for calling, yeah, we're Liz. Fun. Happy to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to say, just to say how I am truly impressed over this weekend's performance of the team. I've never been more in awe with uh, Joe Musgrove. Like I was already a huge fan of him, but after this weekend, wow, just took it to a completely new level. Um, major respect for him. He kept it very, he, he showed emotion, but kept it very professional, I'd say. Um, he wasn't too out there. Um, I, like, on, on the note for, for Grisham, I was ready to give up on him, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I, his at-bats were just, just uh, dreadful to watch, but his, uh, his outfield skills, oh, my God, gold lover for sure. Um, like if there was an MVP available for wild card, Gresham totally gets it. Um, but just just wanted to say I am a big believer that this this series against the Dodgers is going to be a good one, absolutely a battle. But with the momentum that the guys have, it's going to get done, and we're going to advance to the next round for sure. All right, I like it, Liz. Now this is a she is a big time Padres fan. How many games did yes, you go to yes. in a row at the end of the season? I went to all nine. Wow, this last homestand, yes. and in total throughout the season, I did end up going to forty-two in total. That wow. way, Liz. Nice job. Forty-two. Are you, are you are going to the game Friday. Yes. Are you set? Yes, for that? I will be there. I have my ticket for Friday. I will be there. And we already have plans on next season to, to attempt to go to Canada, uh, to go to New York. Like, we're really wanting to go out there as much as we can and show our support, make sure that the that everyone knows that the Frogs faithful are loud and proud of our Padres. Nice job. That's Love terrific. It. Thank terrific. you, Liz. Very Thank good. You. All right, Liz, uh, great Padre fan. And i, I tell you one thing, Scraby, when, I, when, it, when the game was over last night, uh, and the Padres, you know, uh, were, were getting ready to, you know, run out on the field and celebrate it a little bit. 
Uh, you do have a little emotion if you if you've been around this city for as long as I have, and you know for as long as a lot of us have. Uh, I, I feel great for the for the diehard, dedicated Padre fans. We we talked about this, the Dodgers, the Yankees, you know, teams like that. Seems like they get these opportunities all the time, all the time. And I don't believe that they take it for granted when they win. They don't. They celebrate. They enjoy it. But Padre fans, we don't get this. No, we don't get this very often. Honestly, nineteen eighty four. 1998, 2020 against the Cardinals. Those are the only three years in the history of this franchise that the Padres have won a playoff series. This is only the fourth year out of 54 years that the Padres can say they won a playoff series in advanced. So, I mean, this is, doesn't happen every day. No, it's historic and for the franchise. Feel really, yeah, it is. It is historic. And I said it's one of the greatest days mm-hmm. in franchise history last night. And, and that's not overstating it. This franchise, you know, unfortunately hasn't accomplished that much. But so when they accomplish something like this, I feel so good for all the Liz's out there. Yeah. And the people out there who go to every single game and live and die with every single pitch. Uh, this is for you. Mm-hmm. And the Padre, you know, players said as much after the game last night. We wanted to get this win so that we could get back and play a game for our home fans. Well, guess what? Let's play more than one game yeah. for our home fans. Let's play two at least in this series and maybe more in the next it's one. It's going to be insane on Friday. And it's going to be even more so insane if the Padres can win one of the first two games oh. in L.A. What, so. if they, what if they win the first two and they come home? 1998, Scraby. I'm going to tell you what. They got to the NL Championship Series against the vaunted Braves that year. And the Padres went to Atlanta and did win the first two games of that series. Oh, my goodness. And when they came back for game three on a Saturday afternoon and Sterling Hitchcock pitched, it was beyond electric at, uh, at then Qualcomm Stadium. I, and Sterling Hitchcock pitched them to a victory in a 3 nothing series lead before they eventually went on to win in six. I uh, was talking to someone earlier, a big Padres fan, and he actually brought up the Sterling Hitchcock game three. He said, I've been such a big Padres fan for the longest time that this Joe Musgrove performance replaces the Sterling Hitchcock performance from 1998. Yeah, this was one of the greatest performances in postseason history that Musgrove turned in. Let's check traffic real quick, and then we'll hit on a few more phone calls here. From the premier Buick GMC of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Danik. Traffic is sponsored by Gomez Trial Attorney. Seriously injured, get a real trial attorney. Get Gomez. Just a couple problems here, guys. A vehicle fire has been put out on southbound 15, just past Miramar Road to the center divide. Also traveling on the southbound 805 just before the 8, we have reports of some sort of debris in middle lanes. And westbound side of the 8, just before the 67, an accident has been moved over the right shoulder. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, Gomez Trial Attorneys is ready to fight for you all the way to trial. Get a real trial lawyer, get Gomez. Call 833-GET-GOMEZ. I'm Kelly Danik. It's Gwen and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh, there we go, Kelly. Thank you very much. Now let's get back to some more phone calls. We're going to be here till 4.30, remember, today. And uh, we'll be uh, getting ready for Monday Night Football. we got a little Monday Night Football tonight for you, the Raiders and the Chiefs. And then we're going to be back tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock, full three-and-a-half-hour show tomorrow uh, with Tony joining us from Los Angeles and getting ready for the pregame show, which starts at 5.30 tomorrow evening. And, of course, Game 1 of the Padre Dodgers series starting at 6.30 tomorrow night. I did add all this up just a little bit ago, Scraby. The bottom three in the Padre batting order in this series, and that's uh, Kim, Grisham, and Nola. 
When a combined 10 for 25, that's a 400 batting average, with two home runs, five RBIs, seven walks, and 11 runs scored. That is unbelievable production in three games from the bottom three in your batting order. And that is, again, one of the main reasons why the Padres advanced in this series. You know what else uh, the Padres did okay in this series? Pitched. Yes, they did. Not and bad for the 12th-ranked pitching staff you. in the playoffs. Thank you, Chris. As ranked by MLB.com. Uh, guys like Darvish and Suarez and, of course, Musgrove all pitched brilliantly in this series. Uh, where are we going, Scraby? Let's Matt go. in La Mesa. Yes. Matt's Thanks for hanging an hour out. Hour on hold. Thank oh, you. Oh my Matt. goodness, Matt! Thank you so much. Sorry it took so long. Sorry, I got, got got a lot of stuff accomplished while listening to you. Still, <laughs> hey, thank you. Good. What's up? Hey, my big thing about this notion with Musgrove is, and John Boy Media put out a thing where they watched every pitch from him, and he didn't touch his ear once. So my whole thing is, why is there that notion if he wasn't even going to his ear while he was pitching? Well, that was one thing that I thought, you know, and I was a little critical of Alfonso Marquez and the umpiring crew. I mean, Showalter can come out and ask for that to be done. But the umpiring crew has to go ahead and say, yeah, we're going to do it. And I, I agree with you to a certain extent, Matt. I didn't see any reason to check Joe Musgrove. What, what was, what was the backing for checking him? Did you, did you have the scuff mark on a baseball? Did, 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 did it was some spin rate numbers? Yes, and maybe but, some of the information the team But that's just according to Buck him. Showalter. Would he walk out there and tell Alfonso Marquez, "Hey, his spin rate is up," and know. Alfonso Marquez said, "Oh, well, okay, we'll go ahead and check him." The umpires didn't have to check him. You know, and, which, and Matt brings up a good point because there was every, no reason to do it. What's Everyone's that? spin rate was up. So yeah. it, it, it's crazy to go off that notion, like you were saying. And then the other thing I had for syncing up your TV, the key is you got to listen for the pop of the glove off of the pitch count. So you got to follow the pitch count, listen for the pop of the glove, and that's where you finally press play on your TV right after you watch that pitch hit the glove. You listen for the pop on the radio, press play, syncs up perfectly. There you go. That's why. We told have perfectly great, to you by Matt. You know, maybe great he, Matt's think alike is what I'm trying Matt's to say here. Great Matt's think alike. Thank yes. you, Matt. Scraby's been saying yes. the same thing to everybody. And his... he's got it right. It's absolute. You have to pick a moment in the game right. that you know happens for you to hit play. And I'm sorry if you have to readjust throughout the game. It's way better than hearing. It's still worth it not having to listen uh, to these broadcasters. Talking about blisters. And Max Scherzer has a blister. So that's why he's not throwing as well. Oh, stop it. Those guys did a pretty Thank good you job so much, overall. Matt. I got to be honest with you. As much as I'm not a fan of Ravage and uh, Eduardo and David Cohn, I, I was looking for stuff last night, and I, I really didn't see or I hear anything heard. that they <laughs> that they did wrong. And that's a great point by Buster Olney that they get criticism from every fan base in baseball, not just the Padre fan base. Every fan base thinks that those guys are slanted against their team. All right, we've got another half an hour to go. No Chris versus the fans today. Just the fans on the phone. Stick with us. We'll have more calls when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.